0: Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM.
1: Okay, and let's welcome Bongani Mulasa back on SAFM. Cyclone, good evening. Thanks again for being able to speak to us tonight. Uh, how's it, tubs? No, we're fine. Thanks. Be, I hope you're well, too. I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm awesome. You always sounds like a good uh, cyclone. But before we pick up our conversation, I've got to tell you that our interview last week touched a lot of people. Hopefully, those who got in touch with us last week will follow up and rope you in after what they told us and we are grateful for that. I don't want to mention names, but we just wanted to give you some feedback.
0: Oh, cool.
1: And on that note, if somebody wants to bring you back to boxing, would you be open to that and in what capacity?
0: Oh, I love the sport and... Where I've left up, I don't want to embarrass the spot. You know, I I see all the craze wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. The only way I'll come back, maybe I'll come back in in the sake of helping out, being mm-hmm. a trainer, and focusing mostly on amateur. I'm not good. I don't have that patience as, as our trainer, that trainer. Mm-hmm. So, but I can bring out a little bit of knowledge of 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 advising people. And telling them what to do, you know, on how to. Because there's a lot of boxers that usually call me and ask, "Hey, how's the how's my punching technique?" Because I have friends, mm. you know, I speak to Kido, and then you know, I'll tell him that I'm done. I know you're you're losing it now, you know. You don't usually throw your left hand like that. What's happening? Talk to me, you know. And then we speak of those things. Okay. But other than other than that, nah, I wouldn't come back as a fighter.
1: No, that's fine. That's, that's that's understandable. Let's hope something comes out of it. But last week when we ended the show, you, you were telling us that you had a kidney infection, Cyclone. How bad was it?
0: Uh, it wasn't sad because my kidney sat down for a whole good month. Ah. Uh, I was in a coma. So uh, when I woke up, I've was uh, i lost about 15 kgs. Uh, so I was in class, man. I was in machines, so... It really took a serious toll on me because I couldn't walk coming out from that. Uh, little difficulties on the, on the usual stuff that I was able to do. I had I had joint problems, uh, uh, to have. And which year was this? Uh, this was 2019.
1: Sure. And so, how long did it take you to recover? Have you Have you recovered fully?
0: Uh, I'm I'm coming. In. I think I'm getting better. I I would be lying if I say I'm I'm, I'm super. Mm. Do yeah. you,
1: do, what causes it?
0: Uh, they 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 are saying they say it's what you take. Uh, some say okay. Some doctors say because you were beating on the waist a lot, it might be that. Uh, some say the water intake, and I'm thinking. Because we used to lose a lot of weight and regain it. So I think that reaction now that I've stopped training the way I used to train as a fighter Mm. and training normally can be an effect because now it's different. I'm living as a normal human being, not as an athlete. Mm.
1: So it's the after effects basically from your boxing career from what you understand?
0: I can say that.
1: Sure. No, but you're coming back on your feet now. You're feeling much better. You're feeling stronger. Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, I'm, 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 ge- I'm feeling good. I'm
0: yeah. feeling, I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, I can't dispute the fact that the medication and everything is really taking good care of me. I'm a pills boy now. <laughs> <laughs> I pop pills.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, that's good. That's good to hear. And besides that kidney infection, do you, do you have any other effects after your boxing career? Uh,
0: no, 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 uh, no, no, no. I didn't have any injuries after my boxing career.
1: No memory loss.
0: No, 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 no. No punchy. I'm not punch drunk. I'm, I'm
1: Superman. I'm safe. You didn't take too many uh, blows to the head.
0: I gave out too many blows to the head. <others>.
1: Okay, that's better then. You can send us your voice note. Somebody's asking you for the right WhatsApp number. It is 0614104107. If you have any questions for our guest, Bongani so we're continuing the conversation from last week. He is, of course, a 2006 Commonwealth Games champion. And uh, he quit very early when a lot of people felt that he still had a lot to offer the sport. He had an incredible record. He uh, was also a knockout king also. And then he just stopped just like that. After 14 14 fights, 12 KOs and two defeats. And those two defeats were his last two fights. And he was telling us last week that ah, he had already given up on the spot. And you really dug into a can of worms last week. That was already open, Cyclone, about how boxers have nothing to show for their efforts after their exploits in the ring. What advice would you have for boxers now when it comes to contracts? Uh,
0: I think uh, what I said last week was that the contracts have to be out there, open in the public, you know. Everybody has to see them. You know, uh, when when the contract is signed, between the, like sometimes, okay, that would cause a dispute. But what I feel is that uh, there should be an amount that says uh, you shouldn't fight less than this amount mm. for a national title. When we're going internationally, we're looking at up from this amount up above, beyond that. You know, instead of fighting below a certain fee, but always fighting above that fear, they're always trying to fight more. And I think, in essence, that you find that the boxer goes internationally, he goes fight outside the country, he comes back, he has fought for 110000 or 100000 or 90000 And he had an international bout, a WBC maybe mm. contender there, and he's fought for 100000 And he still has to pay his, uh, his, pay, his trainer. Uh, everybody, you know, in, in his table, and then he is left with uh, what about? We just say of twenty-five percent of, of his office purse. Mm.
1: So basically, That's, yeah, you you think that there should be set amounts to say if you're fighting for an essay title, if you're fighting for this, this is how much. It's standard, basically.
0: Yeah, there should be a standard fee that says we're putting this standard fee is either above this, not below it, but always above this, and for for that. being being said is that if you look at any sporting code that is motivational and inspiring to any kid in this country, if you say to any child in the the location, anywhere, what do you want to be? I want to be a rugby player. I want to be a soccer player. Because these guys have something to show to these kids that look at us as sportsmen. We are living the life. We are making it. Look at us as boxers. There's nothing to show. We are beggars. We are asking for handouts after retirement. We are asking for handouts while we are still boxing. So why would I want to be a boxer? If I see my grades have nothing to show, if I see my grades with nothing to, to give out, I mean, if a guy that the, the, the soccer player stands, Uh, in in the assembly with the Mm -hmm. kids and addresses these kids. These kids get excited. They know him. They see him all the time. Now, this boxer that trains harder than this one soccer player that stands in the ring, that fights full hour alone, being punched in the head all over, you know, and then standing there and speaking to these kids and then goes to his parking lot, there's nothing to do. So standing there dressed up, he doesn't look anything as a fight it doesn't look anything decent as a sportsman, that discourages these kids motivation is always from finance bro. if there's nothing to show there's nobody's willing to listen where there's no money there's nobody's paying attention
1: and passion is not going to pay the bills
0: of course you know and in that sense uh, if we can realize that that paying boxers is not making is not doing them favors Pain boxes is building other kids. We are not all designed to be academics. Some of us are given great talent that we can explore, we can become great. I mean, there's only a few Wanganis who have won the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has won it, but those few that have done it, what do they have in hand to show that this is what I've done, this is what I've achieved? And for my achievement, this is with the rewards that I've reaped for it. But there's nothing nothing
1: in your opinion cyclone is is the money or is there no money in boxing and that's why you end up getting peanuts or is the money but it does not reach the right hands
0: there's money it doesn't reach the right hands The people that have money are promoters they are rich Mm. Uh, the TVs that make these fights are the ones who are chowing I mean all the I mean once we watch these channels we are paying for these channels so there's a certain fee that is given to these promoters. I mean uh, for instance let's say for 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 for, for an SAPZ fight that right? it's being played, there's sponsorship there. I mean for you to, to to be to be having your banner on the floor and on the corners, obviously there's money that's been chucked out. There's money that's been given to that promotion. And there's money that has been given to air that. Pro- I mean, you're promoting a product at the mm. centre. That's marketing, you know. So for that full hour of free or free advertisement, and it's not free of that advertisement. Mm. There's a certain fee that has been paid. So clearly, there is money.
1: And you are the main act.
2: And you are of the main show. act.
0: And at, yes, and at the end of the day, is the main act, you don't get a cent. The TV doesn't pay you. The sponsorship doesn't pay. The only person that pays is the promoter that was paid, that was given money by the municipality to host the same tournament. And he's the one who's packed with a huge car outside. Better car than your boxer. You came on the taxi that was hired by by, by you for your fans. It's a mess, man. And they tell I... you boxing is back. <laughs> and then you Yeah, and then we claim then we salute, yeah, boxing is bag, greatest promotion, name, greatest fighters hosting it and then you're promoting this big fight. And then the funny thing is that there's this one boxer that is outspoken and everybody wants to see that boxer and they're eager to see that fighter. And at the end of the day that fighter doesn't have anything to show to support his own family at
1: and I say there's a four-minute voice note here. I don't think we'll be able to play that. Uh, so yeah. please make them short. There, there
0: was a fighter we had. Yeah? Uh, uh, great fighter. I don't want to mention his name. Hmm. You know, he. okay, he was one of my... Sigan was one of my favorite samples. That guy, the way I box, I used to look up to the guy. i like, that guy will dodge anybody. Nobody knows him. Only a few, only boxers know him. Hmm. That, he beat uh, Hawk Makapun. You, you, you artistic one, but if we speak of South African fighters, we always speak of American fighters as if we never had the grades. We have our great fighters, but they're not given that platform, they're not played overly. I mean, if a, an old school fighter is played on TV, I think there should be royalties paid to that family. Mm-hmm.
1: Who, who did you mention? Is it, is it last Sakali, Yeah, Mzuki Oh, um, may your soul rest fun. in peace, eh? last year.
0: That's where that's where I that's where I got my skills, bruh. That's why I From PE, Yes, I would like drop my hands and I would make sure that I would never get hit. That guy was an eagle, bruh. Mm. I was untouchable. And and only boxers know him. We yeah. don't need that. We need our pub, We need our pub. Our broadcasting platforms to promote it to remind us of those greats.
1: Yes, You fought hawk. He bit hawk twice, ne? Yep. And untouchable. Then untouchable yeah i remember him also against Mikizami <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> hey you're taking me back now you're reminding me of another one tutuzeli um, the skeleton nane who I was know, related to kid. wonder boy man. i think ah, it was his my brother kid. or cousin no, my kid, yeah, what a fighter what a boxer crazy. that was but but cyclone in your opinion do you think boxers are intentionally exploited due to their background sometimes lack of education or, or just understanding exactly what they're getting themselves into
0: Boxers are exploited with one thing. They, there's nothing they want. They just want to win that title. They just want to be the, the, the greatest. And the promoters are selling them that. And the boxers are buying into that. It's not about the money. It's about what I want. We'll get you a w. My boy, win this title. You win it. Defend this title. you will make more money. And then that's how they sell the dream. The dream is how it's sold all the time to all of us. Even now, the current champions, are, they are being sold the same way. That I was sold. And before me, the champions before me, they were sold the dream the same way that I was sold. So it has had, the, the strategy of selling us the dream hasn't changed.
1: One of the questions I've been asking some of the boxers over the past few weeks is, what about a union for boxers? Has there ever been any any union or any talk about a union? Because there was one. There, there was, there was one. one? There was
0: one. Back in the days, I don't know what happened to Were you part but of isn't... it? No, 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 I was not a part of it. Was it
1: before your time?
0: Yeah, it was before my time. But even if in that time, it didn't have that impact. It, it wasn't. You know, there's some things that you start with great voices and great speakers. And my father usually used to say, uh, not my father, my grandfather used to say, a great speaker is a great lie. You no, know? those will sell lies. Same thing. If they benefit through it, some people go into these unions because they want to benefit. Uh. You put, the, you know, it it was never for boxers. It was a, it was about boxers,
1: but it was never for boxers. Do you think we need something like that? What Do you think it could need, work? What we need, we need a body
0: that, will, that will, will say, this is the amount for the national tackle, not below it. This is an amount for a world tackle, not below it. We need a body that would put those... Uh, terms and conditions on paper and nothing will change it. We need those conditions that will say promoters don't have the loudest voice, but BSA has the loudest voice. Because right now, some of the promoters are still controlling BSA. Some of the box. If, if we can go to BSA's uh, books, uh, financial books, and look at how some boxers are paid, we, we, we'll be shocked. And we'll be shocked at how some other champions are, are looked at. If we can get... Proper journalism and proper investigation, you'll be shocked of exposing such in- information. It, I mean, a lot of promotions, I, I'm sure they will close
1: down. But then, someone someone sent a message last week to say, But no one is forcing you to sign a contract, so you can't complain. How do you respond to that?
0: The, there's a strategy. You know, Moshe, you know, people <laughs> say things when you're persuading a woman to, to, to be in a relationship with you. you you, you don't tell it the truth. You don't tell it the truth. But you don't tell So, you know, I'm mm. to call it to But pursue, it doesn't make sense. i mm. not you know, but you know, you know, i box. Mm-hmm. You know we are we are sold in a way which you, you believe. With your king, so first fight, second fight. I first fight, I'll be I I, I I'll confirm for a hundred and one and one thousand eight hundred is fine. Second fight, I do obtain one point four. I one point four. You know you you okay. But the big goal is that if I get to the title fight. Yeah, be paid better. You get to the tackle fight, they say, no, win the title, we'll pay you better. You win the title, they say, defend the title, we'll pay you better. You're going to end up losing <laughs> the title. And remember, jumping into the ring, a lot can happen. It's not about you saying the a lot can happen. You, you can jump in the ring and the next thing, we're bored. Mm. Uh, like these fights that we've had, and mm. fighters that I've seen, I've fought uh, eight fights mm. with certain guys, Right? And if you can Google or go back they there are no more mm. on, on the boxing rank. I was the only one who was left. The only guys that still existed after me was Paige Cesslani, mm. uh around uh love Mundo, and Chris Feanderen. Those are the only four people you'll find on the on on, on boxing rank other than that, you'll never find anybody that I effort
1: no John Moho no that
0: ah no nothing
1: there's another there's a question here from facebook somebody's asking uh let me just read it properly what oh what about boxers marketing themselves do you think boxers put enough effort into that do they invest in themselves
0: oh my daughter what have i been doing <laughs> what have i been doing in this
1: boxing game you hyped yourself I, up
0: i i mean i did it when i was an amateur Mm-hmm. I sold myself. I made people pay attention to know who's this boy in the Commonwealth who was shouting that he's going to win the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I and I won it. You know, I I I, I sold myself as a pro fight. I told them that on my first day of my first pro fight that I'm going to fight the champion, lucky and I fought him and I won against him. I told people what I'm going to do in the first round, and I did exactly. It. Isn't that marketing? Mm-hmm.
1: No, it is. It is you. You were you were your own hype man. That that's one thing we have to give it to you. But do you think enough of that is being done, or that's what boxers should do, or does it depend on the personality of a boxer?
0: We we are different as individual. Some people are very humble.
1: They are humble
0: because the sport requires them to be humble. Because some of the people say they believe that thing of saying if you speak bad of one in the ring, it can turn out the other way. around. so I rather let my hands do the talking. There are boxers that are very humble, but in the ring, they are very, very uh, cruel. You know, they'll rip you apart like like, like a wolf,
1: you know. Tobani so says, great interview, Dibong. You articulate your points. Ula, You are very smooth. And then there's another question here from Sikelelo who says, what about corporate? Are, are they reluctant? What about these companies? Are they reluctant to get behind the boxers?
0: We once had, before I turned pro, we once had one well, or something in, in the boxing game. Mm-hmm. It never did anything for boxers. Mm. It did everything for the body. We're forgetting the most important people. When these corporates come in, they forget the sauce. Mm-hmm. They go for the crumbs. The important people about the sport, they are not looked after by these by this corporate. They're just there to be exposed to p- for public assistance. If they come in, they have to come in with a different mandate, with a different mindset of saying, we are focusing on the fighters and then we will see change.
1: Okay. And then uh, Kuman has also sent us a message here saying that Oh, I must have missed. Oh, okay. Saying, how does Bongani feel about boxers taking up other jobs? Most of them these days are becoming personal trainers. How does he feel about that? And do you think it affects their careers?
0: It does. It does. Can you imagine cool, cool not in training, busy training clients? <laughs> you can, look, can you imagine uh, our, our springbok captain? Not training, but focusing on clients. My guy, your focus, you will lose it definitely. You are not focusing on what brings the bread on the table. You are, fo- you are not focusing on the bread. I mean, what you love, your heart desire, what, you, what, give, what brings that to you. I mean, at least if the boxers go in and then they just stand there and just say, hey guys, take pictures. Yeah, sure, why not? if they're going to be spending hours of the day training people they're losing focus on their training they have to wake up at three and run i mean we used to wake up early we wake up early as fighters mm. we run in the morning you know you have to have the time of of hitting the bag only you focus on it there's a day for sparring and can you tell me all those things can you do them while you're going to focus on a certain client that's going to come with your attitude and yeah, you're gonna lose focus, and your performance is gonna is gonna drop.
1: On that note, and thanks for that question, Kumani, because it reminds me of when we spoke to some of the boxers that actually do that. I'm not gonna mention names so that they don't think we're talking about them. But they were saying, Cyclone, that it's it's hard to earn a living or make a living out of boxing, so they have to balance things. They have to balance things because they've got bills to pay, and that's why they take up these jobs as personal trainers in during the height of their careers.
0: It would be nice if the response was coming in and say, look you don't need to do this we're gonna pay you for this just focus on the training it was gonna be easy but I understand the decisions that they have to make to put food on the table it makes more sense you know but it said that it affects their career at the same time
1: and then another question from Kamu who wants to know that can Boxers make a living out of the sport here in South Africa or is it just a select few that can just box professionally and be comfortable?
0: I'm It's sad to say this, but it is a select few. Uh, Talent and dedication, you know, are two things. There are some boxers who are very talented and skillful, but their promoters will never, never promote them or help you know to get them out there and and win great fast. but there are fighters who will get everything that they need because of a certain race of a certain stable of a certain uh, coach that they they are training under of a certain promotion that they've signed they signed under with, so that is what will make them look as if they are better fighters when they're not. <laughs> and that they are better fighters to, to able to to make more money than the other fighters.
1: Okay, let's take a voice note.
2: Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening, Bungani. It's Andre Teixe here. I feel as a boxer, you're responsible for your own career, for your own decisions that you make. If you're not happy with a contract, you don't sign it. I heard a lot about boxers being taking. Uh, That People didn't treat them right people stole their money and all of that It's up to you to decide what you want to fight for how much you want to fight for and what you sign for if uh, They're not doing the right job move on get another trainer I mean it happens in boxing never ever have anybody taken My career and run my career for me that I don't know what I'm doing. I'm responsible for my own career
1: guys keep it up keep punching Thanks, Andre. Thanks for your contribution. I know you're never shy there. You don't mince your words. Also, is it as easy as Andre says it, uh, Bongani? It's sad. It's sad to hear a fighter that will say that,
0: and knowing very well that all of it, for 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 some of the fighters were fortunate to be paid better, you know, it's sad to hear a fighter speak as if these things sometimes happen and you don't have a choice. Nobody wants to see their title taken away from them. You can never speak of a choice. Let's say you are a champion and you are given an ultimatum. You sign this contract, all your title gets gets taken away from you. You want to defend it. You are going to sign that contract. There's a, there's a time period that's given to you that you have to defend your title. So it is sad for me to hear that from another from a former fighter saying, this, saying that, you know,
1: It's not as easy as he he makes it out to be. No,
0: it's sad because he knows the truth. Mm. And I I find it funny because when he says it, he says it with confidence. And the way he's saying it, it doesn't even make sense. It's like he's speaking for everybody when Mm. he's only speaking for himself.
1: Okay, Andre, there's your answer there. And just as we wrap up Cyclone, what advice do you have for up-and-coming boxers, just in general? Or maybe there's somebody who's listening, a parent that's listening, their child likes boxing, and they want to know, is it worth it for them to get into the sport? Will they be able to succeed and be successful? What advice do you have for them uh, from, from the lessons that you've learned?
0: When I grew up, I knew that boxing was a poor man's sport. Even now, it's still a poor man's sport. 90% 90% of the boxers are highly not dedicated, mm. you know, but this is the only way they know best on putting the bread on the table. And it's said that these these boxes are used and manipulated in making a living. So the third part is that if you want to take up a, on the spot, you have to be ready to be broken 10,000 times than ever. If you're fortunate enough, luckily, you may get a promoter out there, that even fighters that are outside of this country that are living out, they're still not making as great money as they're supposed to be making. So this sport, until the day the sponsors that are willing to come in and sponsor these boxes in our country and the broadcasting community says, okay, we'll put this among every fighter that is fighting will get the second fee or every fighter that is fighting will negotiate a fee that he will get. And then maintain himself And a sponsorship would we'll give this money on the side so that he can be able to live up every day of his life instead of us depending on the fight on the day of the fight to make money. Yeah. Then I can say, take up boxing. But till then,
1: nah, I believe Andre has called us now. Andre, hi, uh, how are you doing? We're fine, you couldn't get everything through on that voice note.
2: Are you, are you, Bungani?
1: <laughs> how is it, Andre? <laughs>
2: good can't complain the reason why i'm saying you as a boxer are liable for your own career is this on my fifth essay title defense that i made or what i was going to make i signed a contract to defend my title inside my gym because that's what the regulation allows us to do for free and It was my choice to sign it because they were going to strip me according to the regulation. But because that clause is in the regulation to say that I can sign to defend my SA title for free in my gym, I took that option because I didn't want to lose my title. So I know how tough it is out there. But that's why I made decisions for my career and for my career only. I hope you you understand where I'm coming from, that nobody else runs your career as a boxer. It's you that runs it. You decide what you want to do and how you want
1: to do it. It's up to you. So why do you have a manager then and all these guys around you, Andre, if a boxer can do everything themselves? The, the, the thing is this. The manager around you, the
2: manager around you, look for fights. The manager comes back to you, as a, to your trainer or to yourself, and say what fight he's got for you. It's for you to decide. Is your manager doing the right job to get you that fight? Is that the right fight Firstly. Is the money right that they're giving me for this fight, or do I need more? I had two or three fights that I said, no, sorry, the money is not good enough. Give me more money because that's what I deserve. And I got it. Mm. If the money wasn't good enough, I never took the fight, and I didn't carry on with the fight.
1: I don't, well, I wonder how many boxers can afford not to take the money, though. Bangani, I'll give you the last word here to respond to Andre. Uh,
0: you know, the nicest thing I like about this company is that he came back. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing that he came back because he wanted to defend himself in the sense, he says, I, even now he still repeats, I, mm. you know, I had to, I had to. No fighter will agree to anything that he doesn't want, but because the sport, because of the conditions that he lives under will allow him to take any contract put in front of his face. In my position, what I've seen in boxes that I know of, greatest fighters, they've taken contracts that they don't want, that they hate, that they prepared for fights, but they know, I will take this money, I will cash up one, two, three, and move on with my life.
1: Okay, now I hear you Cyclone and we hear you Andre, thanks for being part of this conversation, I think we've opened a lot of people's minds and ears here, I can see some of the reaction here, people saying we're glued to this conversation, I don't even know much about boxing but I can hear the challenges that they are going through and we hope that things can improve, we're going to have to leave it there Cyclone but it's not the end, we're going to continue just checking up with you and people want to hear more from you so maybe you need to get on TV also there and do some boxing work but we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward but thanks for engaging with us over the past two Wednesdays. We really appreciate it. Okay, I think it's already gone. Oh, okay. Let's leave it there for now then because we want to look ahead to what's happening this week. By the way, it's still 1-0 to Mothersbeck United. Four minutes left in their game against Chiefs. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso on Twitter. And Mr. Jeff Ellis joins us on the line now to look ahead at what's happening at Emperor's Palace this weekend. Good evening, Jeff. Thanks for speaking to us again here on SAFM.
3: Thank you, Tabisa. It's a pleasure. And thank you to all the listeners.
1: Jeff, despite the challenges caused by COVID-19, you guys are still able to host these tournaments. How tough is it or how do you do it?
3: Well, uh, Tabisa, you know, we've done two previous, um, right in the middle of the COVID. But uh, we're all sensible. You know, you've got, you've got, to, uh, you, you've got to practice the, the, the distancing. Mm. You've, got, you've got to be so, uh, it's got to be so in your head. Mm. that um, you can't take a chance. Uh, we constantly speak to the boxers. We, uh, we're in touch with the managers all the time, just making sure everybody's um, practicing uh, uh, the correct um, lockdown and making sure that uh, everybody's fit to fight. Mm. So, uh, you know, mainly uh, the, the biggest thing here is the boxing himself and the trainer. And I think uh, we've just been fortunate that the guys have stuck to the game plan all along. And uh, we've done whatever's been asked of us.
1: Ah, that's good to hear. But
3: it's not not easy. Mm. It's not easy for the fighters. It's not easy for, um, especially the fighters. And Mm. also for the promoters. Because we all have a responsibility. And we all got to make sure that um, we do what we have to do. So we've got a a six-bout card.
1: Ro- Let's start with Rowan and Rhino first. It's eagerly <laughs> awaited, especially after what happened a couple of years ago when Rhino jumped into the ring there. What took so long, and what can we expect here?
3: Well, it, uh, you know these these fights do take long, uh, and there's uh, circumstances that don't allow them to happen. But it was always on the cards; it was always going to happen, and now it's happening. So instead of looking back on uh, you know on what on the past and what was and what wasn't let's look at what's happening in two or three days' time. (laughs) You know, let's look at it and say to ourselves, um, have we got uh, Rhino, the more experienced fighter, fighting Rowan Campbell? Rowan Campbell's got 12-0. and He hasn't been beaten yet. Uh, Incidentally, they've been sparring partners for a long time. They help each other. And uh, now it's got to the point where they've got to fight each other. And I can assure you that uh, uh, Rhino's nickname Uh, fits him extremely well, Rhino the Lion uh, (laughs) Liebenberg. He comes out. I've watched him fight many, many times. I've been involved in a lot of uh, Rhino's fights. But uh, so too have I been involved with Rowan Campbell. When I say I, I'm talking about uh, my role in Golden Gloves. So um, at the end of the day, we're sitting with an unbeaten fighter fighting an extremely strong, experienced fighter. Mm. So this is where the youth, you know, we up and down. Um, I have, <laughs> to be honest, the argument in my own home between myself and my wife. <laughs> my wife has been in boxing all her life. And, uh, you know, we have this, uh, we have our own opinions. And uh, my wife, uh, you know, she, she feels as Rhinos, uh, it was too soon for us to take Rhino. And um, I, I feel the other way. I love Rhino, but uh, Rowan's young and he's strong and he's fearless at the moment. And uh, he's, in, he's in a, a big spot. Mm-hmm. They've had two common opponents um, and uh, uh, Rowan has come off better on both occasions.
1: Another one that sticks out for me, Jeff, is Ricardo Malagica and uh, Gebian. All
3: right. Now, there, now there's, that should be a war. From the, from the opening bell to the end of this fight, it should be a war. is uh, a South African champion, as you know. Mm. Ricardo Malajica, why, we, why we've why we put so much um, emphasis on how good Ricardo Malajica is to us. Through his amateur career, for any fighter in the last, uh, I would say, 30 years, there hasn't been an amateur that has um, soared to such great heights to be um, Sonarbo's fighter of the year seven times. Mm. That, that, that is unheard of. I don't think uh, maybe 50 years ago there was a fighter of this caliber. So you, uh, no, no matter how you want to look at it, he's survived this time. He's been the fighter of the year seven times, zone champions, SA champions. Um, he, he's just the guy to come out of the amateurs. Okay. And uh, yeah, so, Sabella, S- don't take nothing away from him. Um, you know he trains. Uh, he trains at a Bruno Pereira stable, and he's, he's a good fighter. He, that's why he's the South African champion. And he doesn't want to. He won't let go of his SA title, just like that. We're not fighting him for his title. Mm-hmm. We're fighting mm-hmm. him in an eight round. Mm.
1: In an eight-round bout. Uh, so I saw yeah. against Leighton Close a couple of uh, two years ago. He was very impressive there. What I about Lord Well, he,
3: you know, he's he's the, the ace in the pack, so to speak. Uh, he'll be fighting for the world title in June, as, as as quick as this. But he's got to get past uh, Said, uh because um, he fought Saeed and Saeed dislocated his shoulder. He fought him about a uh, year. Uh, a year or so ago, so this is a rematch it was it was a pretty even fight. said is from tanzania, and uh, he turns out of the michael uh Sidiani stable uh so they know each other, so it would be a good battle the battle the battle in the prelims mm-hmm. um, if if you want to look at uh, the prelims fight as well Siobhan koopman hasn't been uh, beaten yet Siobhan takes. Uh, he's 6-0, and oh, and he's with uh, Ruzi Mtolo. Mtolo yeah. And anybody with Ruzi Mtolo is, a, uh, you, you you know you're going to get the best. He's, he's really a super trainer and a superstar. But then again, he goes up against Alan Dewey, the boy, Junior Maconda. Mm. So, you know, again, you've got a, a six-round um, give-and-take right through in Junior Middles. Um, and then, I don't know, a while back if you could remember... There was a fight with Hovind, uh, Avena Gerard from Sebastian Rothman Stable, mm-hmm. and of um, course, that's with Damian Jouranes. Yes, and and that fight, um, the Boxing South Africa BSA uh, ordered a rematch because of uh, it was so close, and and there was um, a complaint and whatever, and this turns out to be a rematch. So there you can expect fireworks. And, and what I like, uh, what Golden Gloves are doing now, um, is they, they're starting to put youngsters on their bills in the early fights. Mm. Uh, even if we start a little earlier, we're starting at three o'clock on Sunday. Um, and we added these, these bouts I've mentioned now, but we've also added, uh, two fights, um, uh, well, two fighters making their debut. So to ask us what are they like, I can't tell you. But isn't that (laughs) super that you've got got two young fighters making their debut in Nelson Bele and uh, Dumasia?
1: And what time do you start on TV because you've got TV also?
3: Oh, Jeff?
1: Oh, we lost... Okay, maybe that's a sign, but they do have TV uh, for this tournament. I mean, we can't run away from that. We can't hide away from that, um, that it will be on TV. But I guess the underground gang is working here at the SABC and we lost him right at that time. Let's move on because there's another one in KZN this weekend and we are joined on the line here by the director at Mvelo Boxing Promotions, Nomvelo Shazi. Good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us tonight, Nomvelo.
4: Good evening, Tabiso and all the listeners of SAFM.
1: Thank you. We saw your um, your, your your card there I was sent the poster. You've got something good going on this weekend. But firstly, how have preparations gone for your tournament?
4: Uh, the preparation goes very well because the boxers' tests are already paid. Uh, everything is sorted. We are just waiting for our COVID test. But everything is running smooth for our tournament on Saturday. And we can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait.
1: Yes, and for those not aware, where is the tournament taking place and what kind of support are you getting?
4: Actually, the tournament will take place uh, at Peter Maritz Specs City Hall. Um, and the tournament is sponsored by Department of KZN, Department of Sports and Recreation. But the third thing is that the spectators are not allowed. Mm. So that's a sad thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, thanks to the department for getting involved in backing boxing. We're going to bring them also on the show to give them also some some air time because I think they deserve it when they get behind boxing. So do you have to put them in a bio-bubble then, uh, Nomvelo?
4: Yes, yes. Uh, Tomorrow, after we all received our results of COVID, uh, we will go to bio-bubble for 72 hours. And yeah, all of the boxers, trainers, and officials will be there so that they can be safe.
1: Or oh, everybody that's involved in the yes. tournament has to be in the bio-bubble. Yes. Regardless of whether you're a boxer or, or not.
4: Yes, you have to be there so that we, you can be safe. Because since there is this COVID thing, it's not easy to stay all over or go around. Yeah, you see. Mm.
1: So how many fights do you have and who's the headline act for you?
4: Okay, I have uh, eight bouts. Uh, two double header of which is a double PF. I have two titles of double PF, uh, which would be Sipesi Dungwa versus uh, Romeo Mangwangwa from, from Malawi, and Sipesi is from KZN. Mm. And then Lutaya is making a comeback versus Andile Dungwa, the older brother of Sipesi Chemtounga, mm. of which uh, yeah, that's why it's a double header.
1: Okay, I see that. And then the, I see also Lungsanemkize and Sibisi.
4: Yes, yes. Kizer is also fighting Sibisi, And it will be the <laughs> the great fight indeed. Because uh, both boxers have had a, a experience from the amateurs. Now they are here in professional and they wish to prove a point to each other. So it will be the great fight.
1: Is there another fight that excites you on this bill?
4: Yeah, yeah, actually, all the undercard is is very impressive because um, all those boxers had a, a experience from the amateurs, mm. and I chose to give them the opportunity to come and prove themselves. Even though you say it's an international fight, mm. but I choose to say no, even those who are deep because they had experience from the amateur level. Then they must come and prove themselves because it's been a while. While they license and have and have no fight since they discovered things.
1: Okay, there's also Mbendu Gumede, Lindelani Sibisi, Sakile Lamini, Isaac Munzelele, and Manelis Ndlovu fighting Skumbuzo Klimba and Blaise Bango from Congo up against Sufiso there. And I see you've got a lot of KZN boxers, but you've also brought in from Gauteng, from Free State, from the continent. But how how important is it also to have boxers from KZN to make sure you give them this opportunity because it's been a challenging time for, for boxing due to COVID? Actually,
4: since our department support us so much. We have to show them our products that we ha- also have uh, good boxers here in KZN. Because we can't prove our boxers that are good if they only fight uh, uh, one another each other here in KZN. They need to to fight with the other boxers from the other countries, from other provinces, so that we can prove that we have Good boxers, and more especially when they fight for the titles, it is where you see who's the best. Actually, mm. so uh, uh, as we believe that KZN is the is the province of boxing, so we're trying by all means to maintain that standard.
1: Okay, we wish you all the best. We thought we just needed to bring you on, just highlight uh, what you're doing, and please get in touch with us going forward with whatever you're doing, and we'll make sure that we put it on air, Namvelo.
4: Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Habiso.
1: Thank you. I'll and uh, Yes, and thank you to the department there in KZN once again for for helping out here. There's also the War of the Warriors at the Chatsworth Youth Centre. Unfortunately, we couldn't get hold of DMZ Sotobe Boxing Promotions in conjunction with the KZN Department of Sport and Recreation. Uh, do get in touch with us if you do know them. Maybe we can also uh, speak to them next week. But that's also what's happening in KZN. We're going to have to leave it there just uh, because of our time.